Hello, everyone, and welcome to Play by Play. It's the Jamie R. Podcast, the podcast that you rely on for your daily dose of everything from business to wellness to parenting to sports. You get it all here, and we don't just talk about it. We give you the play by play. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the TuneIn Radio app, and of course, you can always find us on Podbean because that's where we're hosted. When searching your favorite listening platform, just search for the letters PXP and you should be able to find us just fine. If you like what you hear, please give us a five-star rating, subscribe, and share with your friends and family. That would be the greatest compliment that you could give us. Now, let's get ready for today's play-by-play. I am Jam and Jamie, and kickoff is counting down. Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you may be listening. I am live from the Clawfus, and it is episode number 24. Today we're going to talk about a topic that, unfortunately, many of you listening are having to deal with. And hopefully in time you'll be able to break free from this situation, but for now, this just happens to be your reality. Today, we're going to talk about being stuck in a career or a job that you don't like, that perhaps isn't your dream job, or maybe even that is a little negative. It's on the negative side of things. I know it's not ideal, but it is your reality right now, and that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the things that you can and should do while you're in that environment. I'm going to start off by reading a quote today. It was written, I think, by Albert Hubbard, whoever that is. It was given to me by my first mentor in the business world. His name was Bob Oslin. We were volunteer firemen together, but Bob was also in the IT field, and Bob was really kind of a mentor to me when I first was getting my feet wet into the business world. Cancer took Bob from us, but this is one of the many things that I learned from him Um, And I've been able to keep up with it for over 20 years now. He handed me three pieces of paper when I was uh, getting my first job in the business world. And I've been able to hang on to those all along. And I've made copies of them and handed out to probably hundreds of other people. So this impact that he made on me, uh, I've also been able to pass on to hundreds of other people. But the the quote that I want to start off with is is entitled, Loyalty. And it, and it goes like this, if you work for a man, in heaven's name, work for him. Speak well of him and stand by the institution he represents. Remember, an ounce of loyalty is worth a pound of cleverness. If you must growl, condemn, and eternally find fault, resign your position. And when on the outside, damn to your heart's content. But as long as you're part of the institution, do not condemn it. If you do, the first high wind that comes along will blow you away, and you'll probably never know why. Now, that quote was about loyalty, and while I know that is incredibly difficult to do while you are in an environment that is just not favorable, it is important that you go in every day and you give an honest day's work. Right? I'm never going to advocate for you to not pull your fair share, even when you're in an environment that is not ideal for you. So because this is play-by-play, I'm not just going to tell you to suck it up and to hang in there until you can find something else. I'm going to give you some practical advice that will help you weather the storm. And 
you know, even perhaps be productive and positive while you're there. So before you even get to work, before your workday starts, think about this. Think about three things that you can reasonably accomplish throughout the course of that day. I'm not talking about big, huge, earth-shattering things. I'm talking about three things that you can get done in that day that you can accomplish that will uh, that will 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 give you uh, a feeling of accomplishment, and it will uh, also give back to your employer that you're putting in an honest day's effort. So tackle those things. Three things that you can do. There's going to be other little things along the way, but but think in the morning uh, about three things that you can tackle today. Uh, and then when you get those done, you, there's a win for the day. You can celebrate the win. I'm going to talk about celebrating small wins. Um, celebrate the, the little things. You know, at the end of the day, what can you go home and say that, that was a win? It might be something small, but it was a win nonetheless. Now, if you're in a place that you're, that's not ideal, it's not, you, you know, you're forever home, it may not even be your your dream job. It might not even be in the space that you want to be in. You know, the likelihood of you, uh, you know, making some earth-shattering change in that organization is probably slim. You're just probably not that bought into it. But what you can do is you can have some small wins, right? You can do little things that are going to uh, make a positive impact. They're going to make you feel better because you are making progress. And then you're going to, you know, make a positive impact in the organization to some degree. One of the things that I'll encourage you to do is to take a look in the mirror and ask yourself, are you an energy taker or an energy giver? A lot of times when we get in a situation in a workplace where we, uh, you know, don't feel like that that's where we should be, it's easy for us to drift off into a negative place, right? And we become part of the problem. And not just a symptom of the problem, but we become part of the problem. And I would encourage you to look in the mirror and and just, you know, take a glance. Are you an energy taker or are you an energy giver? Are you contributing to the problem or are you trying to help ease, you know, the uh, environment out? You know, the environment makes it harder for you to be an energy giver. I get it. But consciously, if you, if you, if you keep this thought in mind, you can overcome that. You can be an energy giver to those that are around you. And frankly, that doesn't even have to be in an environment, a work environment that we're talking about today. That can be just in your life. Like, are you an energy giver or are you a taker? Like, do you give back to people or do you take from people? Oftentimes, takers feel like they're givers. But are you an energy giver or are you a taker? What do you do when you're around people? Do they feed off of your energy or do you bring them down? Do you Are you one of those, you know, misery loves company type people? Or do people find refreshment around you? Do they find the, that you are uh, encouraging and uplifting? So take a look in the mirror and make sure that when you're in that environment that you don't start to drift uh, into that energy taker status. One of the biggest challenges that you face when you're in an environment like what we're talking about today, is not letting that environment change you. Not letting them change who you are. I've been in situations in the past where I was in an environment that wasn't, you know, ideal for me, for my personality, or for my career goals, or whatever that might be. And 
one of my biggest fears was that the environment was going to change me. It was going to change who I was, that I was going to be in that environment for so long that I would begin to forget who I was and what and what I was made of and 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 you know the, my characteristics and my personality and you got to be careful of that you know you want to be conscious of not letting the environment change who you are and there's some things that you can do to try to keep that in check one way is to be present at work and to be present at home or away from work so what does that mean when you're at work be at work right when you're at work uh, give an honest day's work to your employer when you're there do what you're expected to do as an employee of the company you know pull your fair share but when you leave at the end of the day leave it all on your desk and walk out the door Uh, unless your job requires you to take your work home with you leave it behind you it's going to be waiting for you when you get back the next day there's no reason to take it with you So one way that you can help to not allow that that environment will change who you are is to leave work at work. And when you're at home, be present at home. So maximize the joy that you have in things outside of work. What are your passions? What are your joys? What are the things that make you happy? Relish in those things. Try not to think about work when you're not there. And I know that's hard. Look, I am... Not saying that anything that we're talking about today is easy, but I want to give you some practical tips. I want to give you some things that you can try to put into into play, into practice, that will help you to weather that storm a little bit. Be a change agent to those people that are around you. You know, you can be a positive influence to your coworkers and your supervisors and those that work for you. You can be a positive influence to those people. You can affect a positive change in the people that are around you. Make them see a difference in you. Just because the environment you're in is tough doesn't mean that you have to be the same way. You can be different in the face of difficulty. You can be different in the face of difficulty. So be a change agent to those that are around you. Build positive relationships. You know, those relationships that you build in Uh, work environment, they can last far beyond work. You can take those with you far off into the future and you never know what benefit you might get from a relationship that's formed in an environment that you didn't find to be, you know, all that fulfilling. I believe everything happens for a reason. And I believe that we all have a purpose, every single one of us, you've heard me say this before, but we all have a unique purpose on this earth and we're all created to fulfill a specific thing. And whatever that is, you know, we're oftentimes we spend our whole life trying to search for whatever that thing is, but but the relationships that you build in the workplace, even some place that you think is not right for you, can be beneficial for you down the road from both a personal and a professional perspective. You never know where some of those relationships will take you. I would say don't take the environment personal. You know, more than likely, you probably didn't create the culture that you're in that is so difficult for you to deal with on a day-to-day basis. You probably didn't create the culture. 
And likely, you probably can't change it. So don't take the environment personal. Changing culture in an organization is incredibly difficult. And oftentimes, organizations will have multiple cultures. They'll have little subcultures. If there's not a strong, overarching culture that's being driven by the leadership of the company, and it's being uh, upheld by the middle management and uh, and lower management, and, and all the people are on the same page, everybody is headed in the same direction, all these little subcultures will start to develop. And you know, you'll have this business unit that has this culture and another business unit that has this culture, and this department will will have a culture of its own and so forth. And so you you didn't create all that probably. And there's likely there's no way that you can change it. But you can be a positive influence in spite of whatever that culture might be. And it doesn't mean that the culture is bad. It just might mean that it's not a good fit for you and your personality. All the things that we're talking about today, I'm not necessarily saying that the organization, that there's anything wrong with it. I'm saying that you may be in a place that it's just not the right fit from a personality standpoint, from a moral standpoint, from a career path standpoint, from a dream job standpoint. It just might not be the right fit for you. And and when we find ourselves in that position, it does create challenges. It creates challenges to be happy in the workplace, and it creates challenges to be productive at times. And it's up to us to overcome those challenges and be productive. I mean, if you're going in there and you're punching the clock or if you're paid on salary, you have an obligation to that employer to give an honest day's work all the time. Like You don't get the option of not working hard when you go to work. I mean, you're, you're making a deal with that employer that says, I will work for you in exchange for X amount of pay. And you've got an obligation to hold up your end of the deal. One of the biggest things that I have learned from working in environments that are less than desirable is to focus on what you can learn versus the challenges of the day or the uh, or the difficulties that you're facing in that environment. So uh, oftentimes we want to focus on the the negative or the hurt or the toxicity of an environment and we need to flip our our thought process and we need to focus on the things that we can learn and how we can be productive and how we can be a positive influence to those that are around us and how we can be a change agent and how we can perhaps make a difference in someone else's life. You're capable of that. You can, you you can do that, but you're going to have to deliberately every day make it a purpose that you're going to go into the workplace and you're going to be a positive influence to those people that are around you. Focus on what you can learn, focus on the people that you can impact, focus on the little wins instead of the negativity or the challenges or the uh, or the lack of alignment that you might have with the organization. What can you learn? In the long run, that's going to make you stronger and it's going to make you more equipped for the next challenge. There's a TED Talk that's out there. I saw it years ago. It's about multi-potentialites. I'll go find it and I'll put the, the link to this TED Talk into the show notes for today. Some of you might be like me. You might be a multi-potentialite. And that basically means that you pick up a wealth of experience from industries or spaces that are completely unrelated. 
right? So you may have worked in this field and you may have worked in this field and you may have worked in this field and all three of those things are completely unrelated. But each one of those allowed you to build a skill set that enabled you to, when you put them all together, to kind of have this synergistic effect where then you become, um, you know, even more effective because of all of the different experiences that you have, you become more effective than you would if you would have just stayed in one space all along. And that's a multi-potentialite, but the, the TED Talk explains it far better than I could. I'll put the link into the show notes. But my point with that was, what can you learn that in the long run will make you stronger and more equipped for the next challenge? There's been times where I was in a uh, position, I was in a role where I thought, this is absolutely not what I want to do for the rest of my life. And But I was learning something. I was learning a skill. I was learning about people. I was learning to lead. And then on another role, then sometime down the road, I thought back you know, and I was able to pull from the experiences that I had in this role that I thought was completely unrelated and completely unnecessary. And I just believe that all the things that we do happen for a reason and each thing builds upon the next. And so don't think of what you're doing as just a complete waste of time, but think of it as gaining experiences and making you stronger and more equipped and more able to handle the next challenge. And like I said, uh, I'm not telling you something that I haven't already done. Like Paul says in the Bible, I'm not telling you to do something that I have not already done myself. The things that I'm telling you are from experience and working in an environment that's not ideal for you. That is not your future career path, or even your happiness may not be the best. It may be that type of a scenario, but because of the choices that we make and sometimes circumstances outside of our control, it just happens right? You end up in that space. You make the very best of it. Now you may be working on an exit strategy. Maybe you're in the right company, but you're not in the right seat. So you might be the right person for the company, but not in the right role. And maybe you're working on getting into the right role. Maybe you're not the right uh, person for the company. Maybe, like I said earlier, you're, you're just not aligned with the vision and the mission and the culture of the company. And that's okay. Like everyone is not going to be lined up perfectly with every company. If you were, that would be a big problem, right? Everybody can't work for the same place and every company is not going to be the same. That's what makes it amazing is that there's, you know, thousands and thousands of thousands of companies that you can go work for that all have different visions and missions and strategies and goals. And you try to find one that lines up perfectly with what you desire. You make the very best of it and you do that while you're given an honest day's effort, and while you're working on whatever the next thing is going to be for you. But you focus on what you can give, what you can learn, and how you can make an impact. And you do that instead of focusing on the negative aspects of the environment. And when you do that, you're going to find that you can weather the storm. And you'll be able to make it through, and you'll come out on the other side much stronger and more equipped and ready to take on your next challenge. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for me today. You got questions or comments, would absolutely love to hear from you. My contact information is in the description of our podcast. You can also always find me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you can find me out there, LinkedIn. Just go find me out there and, and shoot me a message. Send me some feedback. As always, uh, the best compliment you could ever give us would be to 
Uh, Give us a good rating on your podcast player and to subscribe so that you get notifications when we release another episode, which we try to do every day. And also share with your family and friends. If this is a help to you, um, this could be a, a way that you could be a positive impact to the people around you is to share things like this with them. I'm excited that you are engaging in some self-development. Uh, I hope that you're listening to other podcasts too. I hope that this isn't the only one. There's some fabulous ones out there and maybe even some audiobooks. If you're not sure where to start, let me know. I'll uh, point you in the right direction to some of my favorite audiobooks that I think would be some that would get your taste buds wet and you know really get you headed down the path of loving audiobooks and self-development and motivation and leadership and uh, all those things that I am so passionate about. So again, I want to thank you for listening. As always, I hope that something I said today helps you become a better version of yourself. My name is Jam and Jamie, and I hope you have an amazing day.